Hello everyone and welcome to episode 21 of the Dirty Side of the Grid podcast where we've turned up late to qualifying but since everyone fell asleep we snuck up to the front and no one actually noticed. Uh, I'm Mohammed and I'm joined by Yusuf, my co-host as usual and we're just going to be running through the general race, what happened the weekend as a whole seeing as it was a sprint race weekend but as we normally do as is tradition around here we're going to start with Yusuf, the return of Yusuf's uh, unrelated thing of the weekend before we even mention anything to do with the race. So do you have a fun fact for us or something? It's not a fun fact, it's a fun video. So I oh. I, I found a few fun facts, but this one's a, a funny video. So it's a video from 2010, before the start of the season. And yeah. um, on the settee, is sitting is um, David Coulthard, um, what's his name? Jordan. Uh, you've got also, I forgot his name, Martin, uh, Martin Brundle, and like another guy. They're sitting on the couch and they're asking them, like, who's going to win the constructors? And yeah. everyone's like, McLaren, whatever, you know, Ferrari. Whatever. And then it comes to the last one, and David's like, Red Bull. And they're all laughing, like, ha ha ha. Oh, yeah. Red Bull. What a yeah. joke, you know? What a joke. And then they go through the names, and then they're like, oh, who's going to win the drivers? And then they say, like, Everyone says a name and he says Sebastian Vettel and they're all like, ha ha ha, what a funny guy, you know. <laughs> it's so funny. Sure, they will win it. And then, and then obviously, you know, like Seb and Red Bull went on to win four back-to-back drivers and constructors. So Love to see I found that video you know, to be kind of I got slated. I was on, um, over the winter break, I was on a, um, what's it called, on Reddit a little bit. And I made a couple posts talking about how, like in the comments, I just mentioned as like a passing comment, you know, like, I don't think Mercedes are going to be that good. They'll be like third fastest team or not, not third fastest, but like maybe second, but a bit behind Ferrari sort of thing. I didn't think Red Bull would be this good. I'm not going to take credit for all these predictions, but I got, you know, everyone has given me some sort of analysis. They were like, Mercedes have built this giant, you know, they've built an incredible dynasty. They've got all the best engineers and stuff. They've created a foundation where they'll just never fall off. Like Mercedes dominance will just never end. And now we're here. And I mean, I, you know, I'm not even going to get into it too fast, but like, yeah, no. Nah, can I just with... comment? Can I just comment about um, one thing? Before please, you please don't. <laughs> Muhammad, Muhammad, obviously, like if you watch the podcast, you know, Muhammad's a big, big, big Lewis fan. Can I just say, Lewis can't drive, obviously, because like he's in a Mercedes and he's P. He finished P13, bro. George finished P4, <laughs> Lewis, man. Lewis, Lewis, Lewis and Mercedes are getting heat later on, so we'll save that for now. But first, before we even get into the weekend, uh, I'm going to mention a few of the news stories in a little news roundup, news corner, whatever you want to call this. We'll come up with a name for the segment soon enough. But there's actually some big stories that came out of this week before the race. The first thing... Carlos Sainz, oh no, sorry, <laughs> Charles Leclerc uh, had his watch robbed. It was, it's worth like a few hundred K, I'm pretty sure it's, it's one of like two ever made or something. Richard Mill, uh, given to him by sponsors, obviously, the guy like, I think he asked for a picture, then robbed him of his watch. I don't know if it was a gunpoint or something, but Charles actually chased him in his Ferrari while they were on a moped and then they ditched the moped and ran through the woods or something to escape him. Mad story, second driver in what, like a year to have his watch robbed. Yeah, the other is for those who don't know, Lando at Wembley. Same Richard Mill as well, actually. But the thing is, it's mad because the it has Charles's name engraved on the inside. So like, like really, who's buying that? Like, how are you going to, anyone with enough money is going to know that's his. Sorry. Yeah, but... That's the thing, you just buy it and keep it in a private collection. No one needs to know where you got it from. I reckon it's... <laughs> Imagine like Christian Horner buys it and just wears it in the paddock. Just yeah. walk where did you get that from? Uh, I found it on the street. <laughs> it was just on the side of the road. I don't Mine know. Is. Right. It's a, I'm guessing it's a red like Ferrari kind of colour scheme. So like, yeah, you, it's you probably one not wear that. It looks so good. Like red strap, bit of black on it. Like It, it looks good. No, it doesn't. <laughs> All right. Lose second news story. I've only got, uh, there's, there's two left. The second one, Carlos signs, that's a pun, uh, his, he extends his contract to 2024. So he's now got another two years. That puts him 
at the same length as uh, I think it now ends at the same time as uh, Leclerc and quite a few other drivers. So 2024 is looking like the big year for contracts. But Sainz so did not exactly go on to do well on the weekend <laughs> where he signed a new contract, did he? Yeah, I mean, Ferrari in general had an awful home race. But uh, just to ask you about this, like, do you think they have the best driver lineup then? I consider no, I think I think Mercedes has a better driver lineup overall, to be honest. With, I mean, with plus, George obviously, with George obviously being able to kind of, he is keeping up with Lewis. Um, yeah. I think they have a better overall lineup. Not not for the future. Like obviously, Mercedes are kind of limited by age, and like yeah. it's only going to be a two-year one. But I think at this point, I think they have the best driver. Terrible car, but best driver lineup overall. No, I wouldn't put them on the list. Do you know? That's a good question. I wouldn't yeah. put them on the yeah, list because I think Sergio Perez is not exactly. Um, he's good. He's a good driver. Don't get me wrong. I really like Sergio. But yeah. since he's been in the Red Bull, he hasn't been the most consistent driver. Like we, we've known him to be extremely consistent and all that stuff. But in, in the Red Bull, he hasn't been that consistent. Maybe it's also because he's been sacrificing a lot of his races for Max. But, yeah. but on, even on the races where he doesn't sacrifice, he has a lot of races where he's just kind of in the midfield stuck in what is clearly the best car in the grid. It's kind of like Valtteri, essentially. He, he was Valtteri 2.0. I see that, but like... But he can defend. Valtteri can defend. Yeah, that's very true. But even then, like... um. I don't know, he's not, he's, he's doing all right, to be fair. Like, the thing is, you don't need him to be Max Verstappen because. No, but if he's like, if he was getting better results, they would have won the Constructors last year. Yeah, but if we're talking at the moment, he's actually doing solid, like, sort of. Mm. I think so. Is he? Hold on, let me check the standards. Like, like, this race is the first time where he's actually been, like, very, very solid. But even his qualifying was solid. He's five points behind Max. Okay, actually, Max has retired twice, isn't it? Yeah, he's five points. He's, behind. Re- he's retired once. Max retired twice, and he's only five points behind. He should be ahead, realistically. Yes. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how things develop. Uh, and then the last news story actually comes out of Lewis Hamilton, who him and Serena Williams, they were uh, they were confirmed, and actually he confirmed this as well that they were going to put forward uh, millions of pounds into buying Chelsea, which is up for sale, Chelsea Football Club. And just comment, he's an Arsenal fan. He is also an Arsenal fan. There was a lot of talk about that. I think I don't even know much more about that, to be honest. It's just he sold out his Serena club. buying. You know what? I will fully go to Stamford Bridge if he's at any of the games or something. I will go watch a Chelsea match. I don't even care. I probably wouldn't see him because he'd be in some fancy. Yeah, he's, he's probably he's probably buying the club because he can't drive anymore. So <laughs> he needs a new hobby, you know. Driving is obviously too difficult for him. Dealing with this for the whole hour, you know. <sighs> I'm just saying, like, I'm just doing this to annoy Muhammad, okay? Like, it's not, like, based on, like... It's fine. You know what it is? Like, if this was the 44 Agenda podcast and I was sat here com- constantly talking about Lewis, I feel like we'd we'd half our audience because the Red Bull fans would turn off immediately. So See, like, the Red Bull fans are going to come just because I'm basically... They're going to they're appreciate this. They're going to appreciate yeah. this. That's Max why is much better than this one. I'll go on the podcast Twitter account, yeah, and I'll just see like some horrible take about like, or not even horrible take. To be fair, sometimes it's just someone praising Max, and I'll see it and I'll cringe, and then I'm like, I just I'm not gonna like because I'm following the Max Verstappen topic, the Max Verstappen Twitter account because I I need to be seeing like I can't just like the things that I like on the podcast account because otherwise I'm just gonna end up with one side of this not one side of the story but you know what i mean it's just going to be people constantly going like oh but lewis is the greatest oh lewis he didn't have a bad race today you know like stop talking about him <laughs> and i'm not gonna that's see why him. i don't guess like when fans are like obviously the drivers had like a, a horrid race and then they're like nah he was so good <laughs> right. are you watching are you watching a different race screw <laughs> over right let's Let's just get into this, man. We're going to start with the best performance, though. Actually, no, we're not. We're going to start with the 60-second summary. So, you're doing that. You're going to summarise the entire weekend in 60 60 seconds, seconds, including the sprint race. So, you've got a bit of a job right now. 
Right. So, here we go. 60 seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Emilia Romagna made in Italy. Del Premio something. Grand Prix. Three, two, one, go. Uh, in terms of uh, qualifying, uh, Mercedes was shocking. They didn't both didn't get into Q3, which is like the first like, worst qualifying since I think like Japan 2012. Uh, the rest of qualifying was kind of like you got a lot of it's the most uh, qualifying with uh, safety cars, not really safety cars, red flags. Uh, the sprint race, boring, Max one, you got a bit of kind of uh, interesting kind of Charles Max kind of race. The rest of it was kind of boring. The race was very boring. The start was interesting. After that, it was there, there was no DRS, so everyone was just following. You didn't really get anything after that. And Max kind of built up a gap, and he, as he said, it was like this was a fun Sunday drive, basically. No one, no one even came close. Uh, Charles wasted a P3 uh, because he got a bit too greedy, and Lewis was in P13. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, George and Lando performed incredibly, P3, P4. Uh, I think that's everything. Bodhas, amazing. You got like a P5, I think. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much the race. That's pretty much the weekend. It's like a very boring weekend. In London. Okay, all right. You're going to hate me for this. You got one minute and 10 seconds, but... I was done like 10 seconds but, ago. Bro. But the, <laughs> the problem is... I'm not going to stop you anymore, bro. But the problem is, you know when you had that massive pause and then mentioned Bottas for no reason? Yeah. That was a minute exactly. So once again, <laughs> I'm counting that as one sixty seconds. No, bro, no, you're, you're not. Cheating, no, no. You're cheating, bro. You're cheating. If, if you, you told me, I'll I would stop have stopped. When you stop, listen. Next time, you say stop, and then I'll stop. That's how it is. No, no. You've no. got to decide. You have to. You have to say stop. That's sixty nah, seconds. Nah, you've got to That's decide the whole thing. No, nah, 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 this is cheating, man. You decide when the minute. Then I'll right. I'll time it and I'll agree, ignore your timing for next time. Then. <laughs> no, you can't time it, bro. Nah. The point is to see how. You're not telling me when to stop then. Between the minute. Nope. No, no. Nope. You got too good at the other one, man. I had to. I'm switching it up now. You have to guess what a minute is. You need to guess how long you're talking for. Yeah. Anyway, no, so no, I'm putting on a timer next time. <laughs> you're gonna have notes next time. Long bullet points. Mm. Read it out. Um. So in, before we get into the proper race, then what's just in general? This is the first of three sprint races they're doing this year. More points on offer. They've changed the format a little bit. Are you a fan of the sprints in general? Can I just say, like, I actually forgot, like, there is a sprint race. Like, for, I'm not even joking. Like, I watch, uh, I didn't watch, but like, I followed FP1, FP2, and was it FP1, FP2, and then I thought it was like, it's fine, we're done for the day, yeah. And I'm just chilling and everything. And then it was like qualifying and science has crashed. What? What science has <laughs> crashed? Bro, what happened, man? I don't know anything about this. And then like, yeah, it's a bit like, I don't know. Like, I, I totally forgot that's going to happen. And so I was a bit screwed over. Like I didn't change my fantasy. I didn't do it. I wouldn't oh, have changed it. But bro, still, you're like, so lucky. I checked yours, yeah, because I, um, I was in the library, actually, when uh, the second practice finished. So I was changing it like I think I watched qualifying in the library and it was I was just changing my team and stuff. And I looked at yours and I was like, there's no way you, you just didn't change any of it. And I didn't believe you. And then watching the race, because I remembered what your team was, because obviously you only need to remember like the uh, the cheap drivers or whatever. Mm. Bottas, I mean, we'll review it later, but Bottas did insane. And then Magnussen did solid. And then like signs and the Claire that were kind of disappointed. <sighs> Yeah, but it wouldn't make sense to get rid of them yet. I mean, to be fair, I might get rid of science soon. We'll see. Anyway, uh, sprint. To be honest, like, I don't know. The, in the commentary, right, they were saying, oh, it would be great to add another 10 laps to this. Oh, yeah, we should, like, we should make it longer. It's just getting good. And now we're going to, like, like it's shut up. You might as well just make it two races then. It, by that logic, you might as well just say, let's do qualifying on Friday. We'll have an entire race on Saturday and then have another race on Sunday. Like you're turning it into F2 at this point. I don't know, I don't know the proper F2 format, but it sounds like F1 is just going to make a feature race and then a proper race. Maybe have another race on Monday because why not? Like, it's all about race, money. Like, I think I at this point it. it's all about money and what can bring in more money. That's the whole. You know, they're talking about a 30 race season, and the only reason you do a 30 race season is because you can get more money. And yeah. The ruling is, you know, I'm not going to lie, like the past few weeks, I've just been a bit like, you know, since we've been speaking about this stuff, you know, and you kind of, 
like I enjoy watching the sport. I, I love the sport and all of that. But with everything that's gonna happen, you're a bit kind of like I don't really care as much. Because like yeah. they're I feel like they're ruining the sport. I'm not gonna lie. Like I feel like with everything they're doing, I think they're actually ruining the sport. And you kind of like what do you mean by everything they're doing? Like what's the no, not the new technical regulations, but in terms of like the talk about removing like races like Monza and like Silvers or Monaco. Like I, I dislike Monaco and I know I go on about like how <laughs> terrible Monaco is and all of that. But yeah. you can't remove like those three races and Spa and stuff. You can't remove these races. But at the same time, they're like, oh, let's make a 30 race calendar. What? What are you talking about? Man? Like, yes. Oh. Yeah. It's tough. Like there were certain things they're experimenting with, like the whole uh, hearing the team radio between the uh, the what's it called, the team principals and the the race director. It was like yeah, a good idea go. initially, but obviously that got very Netflix sized very quickly. Like everything just seems a little bit. I'm sort of seeing the same thing, and I was going to do a talk about topic about this later, but like we might as well do it now. F1 just seems like mad toxic at the moment. Like I I don't know what it is, but I'm I'm. I only got into like the Twitter side of things like a few months ago, maybe near the end of like uh, last season. And right now it's like it's terrible. I've seen. Hold on. I wrote down examples of like what was going I on. Think, I think Drive to Survive is, is what's pushing it, to be honest. Like if if, uh, if I'm being very honest, I actually think Drive to Survive is causing a lot of these issues. Uh, yeah. I was going to say dirty side of the grid instead of Drive to Survive. <laughs> uh, no, but like, if we're being very honest, I, I actually think it is causing a lot of issues and it's causing a lot of problems. And, you know, like they have added, like, I think according to uh, to F1, it's added, Drive Survivors added like 73 million new viewers. And like, it's pushed up like the race viewership by like 54%. And it's pushed up the value to 13 billion from, I think that like, was three, four billion. Something like that. So obviously it's added a lot of value to like, f1 as a sport but i think that's the good side of it i think the other side of it is getting people who don't know what they're talking about going on and being like ah lewis had a great race bro he came in p13 man <laughs> but there's the thing here's like so some of it is like definitely with the broadcasting side and that i would say comes something to do with netflix or whatever this new idea of trying to make everything drama and then there's another side of it where it's literally just the fans like doing stuff like i'm seeing people now right they'll compare um how f1 will post things like they'll compare like the wording of the f1 posts when something happens compared to something else so they're trying to figure out like if f1 has an agenda against certain drivers on social media then they'll um they'll do a lot of things there's been a lot of comparison now where like uh obviously charles leclerc initially for the for literally just after three races was being called better than max verstappen and now he makes this one mistake and everyone's like if you're if you're making fun of charles they're like oh no but he's still better than your driver he's really good and if you're not making fun of charles he's made a mistake like why aren't you like all these people who are saying he's championship material why aren't you like on his back right now like it's the moment something happens you should either be not reacting and you'll get slated for it or you should be like really on this person because remember how you were destroying i don't know whoever it was science earlier for spinning or whatever and now you're not having a go at charles uh, like there's a lot of comparison between situations they'll like compare things last year i've got like a list right here like there was this graphic is mad they did you know as max was lapping lewis they did a a time oh. between max and lewis the 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 time comparisons normally put between two people who are racing and they'll be like you know two seconds apart or whatever they'll do like a little live gap they they did one for between max and lewis and their gap was like 77 seconds <laughs> Like, like, why? It's so annoying, and I hate this because it's fully, it's so embarrassing. But like, there's clearly. But I see that. I see that. I see. Do you know what I mean? They did the same thing with um, with Marco, helmet Marco, who's always toxic anyway. Got asked about um, it was actually quite tame from him to be fair. It's not as bad as he normally is, which is horrendous. But like, so uh, someone from Sky Sports and they was posting this video everywhere asked about Max uh, laughing Lewis or something and then he said like with a little grin on his face maybe he should have retired last year or something like that like it's it's normal but do you know what I mean it's just giving opportunities for like things to happen so there was a video as well of uh, Alonso laughing at Charles when he spun 
like he's literally just doing like a media talk or something he turns to the tv and he sees charles spinning and he starts like chuckling to himself and then on top of that as well there was two other things nico rosberg i'm not even i'm i'm gonna save this for later i was literally just gonna comment i saw his rosberg why on earth is he there you know (laughs) i'm not gonna talk too much about the topic specifically but like Bro, how are you going to... I get that he's a world champion and you want his opinion on things, but the guy's in Australia with his headphones on, like, oh my God, I just realised my audio must be horrific. My audio he, must he be... Literally, he, he literally said... Audio right now. He, he literally came out and said, it's very smart, like, Toto apologising to Lewis. It's very smart because it's not quite the truth. And let's not forget that Russell is in P4 with the same car, so Lewis definitely had a big role to play in that poor result. Wait, do I sound better now? Yeah, you sound a bit better. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Guess who I am? Yeah, I heard the quote, bro. I saw ESPN were posting it and stuff. Like motorsport.com, I think, posted it. Like, I also, there was I'm, one more I'm literally in Rosberg right now. Like, I've got my headset on. I've got my little mic out. Like, bro, like I get he's a world champion, but like, if you need no, him... I so actually, I actually out, really like him. You need I him actually so really like him out, then get him on the track. Like, get him trackside. Yeah, get him I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with them not being on like the. You don't get him on commentary. Why on earth is Paul Deresta chatting? I don't want to hear Paul Deresta's voice, bro. Do you know? You know the the biggest thing that annoyed me. Yeah, you know when um, obviously it's been a dead race. Crofty's been hyping up overtakes that were never gonna happen. He's like watching someone. Well, he's watching mainly Lewis try and overtake Gasly for the whole race. Every time Lewis gets even closer, he's oh, and he's gonna go for the move, and he stays behind Gasly like he's trying to give energies to something that isn't happening. So he he normally, by the end of the race, obviously, he gives himself the little speech and Max Verstappen wins the race. Charles Leclerc, like, like Perez comes home in second. Lando Norris, great performance. Paul DeResta cuts him off and chats about Norris for a good 20 minutes, missing the next five drivers that cross the line. Crofty, like, this is his big moment now. He spent an hour and a half watching the deadest race of his life. And now he's got one moment to bring his voice back up and get the energy back like he does from the first lap. Yeah. And he's trying to hype everything. And, you know, Lewis Hamilton was crossed here and, like, you know, oh, Sonoda, what a great performance from it. He brought his cut off. He missed, like, four men because Paul DeRest is analysing Lando Norris's, like, performance or something. Like, bro, leave it out, man. I actually just don't want to hear him speak. I, I, have, I have a few things to comment. Uh, Red Bull posted... Uh, Max is working his way through lap traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that. Passing cheeky, Lewis. Cheeky. I really That's like I mean. that comment. I like the next I like one it when it's slide, but like. Yeah, the next one is uh, what's his name? Uh, Helmut Marco. He uh, someone asked him about Lewis. He's like, maybe he should have stopped last year. That's the one I mentioned. Yeah, exactly. And they had the little winking face and all of this. Like, there's, there's like a, there's competition, yeah. Oh. And then there's, there's being like a little bit sly with your comments and there's having a dig at other people and it was all friendly and stuff. But like when you've got these mad fan bases that are just chatting a bit too much, it all gets out of hand way too quickly. And you can't be giving people these big opportunities to just slate people and abuse people. And here's the biggest one. Yeah, here's if you if you're thinking I'm like overdoing it or I'm being a bit overdramatic, right? The Ferrari fans, there's this one picture of Lewis that people have used for years where when he used to like complain on the radio or whatever it is, they post they like um they photoshopped a picture of like a black baby. On into like a Mercedes suit and they've been using that forever. Someone printed that out onto what looked like maybe an A3 size sheet of paper or maybe bigger and had it as like a poster along with all the rest of the Ferrari fans. That's actually disgusting. Like I hate seeing that picture anywhere online in general and it just like after Spain 2008 or something where the people turned up in blackface against Lewis and they had like literally like Lewis's family t-shirts while they were in blackface past that point you'd think no one would be allowed i'm pretty sure there was another yellow poster that had like sir cheat on it karma's coming or something like that but how were people allowed at the races with these kind of posters because it's one thing to like abuse people online and stuff which is already horrendous but now you're actually going past security at the track and waving these things at people i don't know i feel like it would be nice to see sky f1 tv whoever it is like these big platforms need to work on Obviously, they can't fix anything and they can't do much. But like, I guess a conscious effort needs to be made from whoever has influence in F1 to just be like, listen, there's there's making fun of a driver for not having a good race. And there's 
poking fun at performances and stuff or when you go out a person's character or you go out a person's skin color or you bring it outside of the racing in terms of like death threats and all of this stuff like this stuff needs to be policed and these people need to be like but i don't think I that's don't know, like, i don't like see the reason the sky sports or whatever like i think it's more down like the teams have already posted stuff about this last year you know and um i think it's after the race all of them stood and kind of like they posted something like solidarity with lewis because he was getting a lot of racist abuse um um, but I don't think like Sky Sports or whatever, I don't think they'd actually do anything. Um, I think it's more along the lines of like the social media platforms need to kind of police this a bit better. I think the um, races, if you're getting people posting these things, that needs to be monitored. Yeah, yeah. The fact so I don't think I don't think it's just like I don't think it's actually Sky Sports or because you see this in football a lot. You see in football no, where it's yeah, that goes without yeah. saying though. Like like I'm, in football is like in some places actually like a lot worse. Like with some players it's it's like way worse. And and you saw it like no one can do anything about I think I heard Rio Ferdinand was talking about this. He's like, you know, we shouldn't be allowed, like we shouldn't be seeing this stuff in like twenty twenty two and all of that. But there is no kind of um, it's more prevalent there and there is nothing that's been done about it. yeah i think it's more uh, down to the social media kind of platforms policing we'll it. see man i mean it was the same thing last year like when they were actually doing the whole kneeling stuff or whatever it is like in, in football you'll get all 22 players kneel down before the match everyone gets the big image of it in f1 they'd cut away from that mad quickly like they were mad uncomfortable i'm pretty sure they they put in a new rule at the start of this year to stop people like lewis wearing the t-shirts with like messages on them before uh, on the podium and stuff like that and only like six of the drivers would be kneeling or something like that because you know it's against whatever it is like i don't know at that point it's just mad dodgy like mm-hmm. you if you can't get all of them in unity in one uh, message which is why they made their own message we race as one and then ended up doing nothing with it like it's just i don't know you can tell that there's a divide there's a difference like obviously on football there's a lot there's big ends of the scale but i feel like the majority of people in football are a lot better than the ones in f1 at the moment i think it's i don't think it's actually the. i think like football in like i think when it comes to f1 it's always been kind of a like resistant to change because of the people who are like in charge of it essentially and so you kind of see like you see that now where they're uncomfortable by the idea of like you know they're kneeling and all of that so they're like okay yeah, let's just let's not yeah, treat it yeah exactly they feel mad awkward about it yeah so i think yeah i think maybe it's because you know f1 has always been kind of resistant to this type of change yeah we'll see hopefully something changes eventually I don't know. There's been a there's been movement forwards, but I don't know. We'll move on really? from this because yeah, there's there's not a lot we can do about it right now. But you know what? If we <laughs> once we build this platform, it's when you see it. Because actually, there's a lot of uh, black not influence, but there's people now like you know I've seen black people making podcasts and stuff on F1 and stuff talking about it. Could you see them on Sky Sports F1 TV eventually? Could I maybe meet Ted Kravitz? Oh my God! Here's another thing. Yeah, those there there's these two men. Yeah, I think they uh they used to make a football podcast or something, right? But while I was checking out some other F1 podcasts, I found these two guys, and turns out they've got like a big audience. They make an F1 podcast. It's only like half an hour long. It's these two white guys, and they chat about it from a, a new fan's perspective. So they literally know absolutely nothing, and they're chatting mm-hmm. about F1, and they've got a full-on podcast about it. And you're like, cool, you know, fresh angle. That's quite cool. I don't know how they've got a massive audience out of it, but like, fair enough, cool. Like, well played to you. They're bro, they're literally like in the paddock, just walking around. And then Ted Kravitz comes at them with his microphone during the sprint qualifying notebook and starts chatting to them for five minutes. Like these men actually just got like a massive plug as well. Like Ted was telling them like, oh yeah, what's your podcast called? Yeah, it's quite cool. Oh yeah, maybe I should make a podcast. How on earth, bro? My Twitter account is literally called Ked Travis. I've you know Tommy from WTF1? Mm. He quote tweeted my tweet about Ted because he made a tweet about Ted. I could like, I'll link it uh, in the YouTube or whatever it is. And these men actually ended up like on the notebook. Not only are they at the race, but they're in the paddock with VIP passes and they're meeting Ted. I don't know if they paid for these tickets, but either way, there's no, there's no price on getting on the notebook. 
like whoever you are please i need to meet ted there are two people in f1 that i need to meet and the first one is lewis hamlin and the close second no, no, is Ted. Rest, <laughs> if i met lewis if i met lewis and ted in the same day even meeting paul de resta would not ruin that day for me like no, that's no. how you need I to meet paul de resta he's your, he's your best friend bro <laughs> He's your best friend. Right. You know, I just anyway. realized on like our Twitter, you just keep posting about Lewis Hamilton, bro. Do I? Like, this is yeah. what I'm saying, bro. Then you need to cancel it out by tweeting about other stuff, like. Bro, like our, our Twitter, Twitter is just Lewis Hamilton, Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton. Then Lewis. you post. I'm trying not to. I really try not to. I'd save that for my personal one, but you should try and post more. Yeah, if you see a lot of Lewis Hamilton stuff, it's not me. It's him. It's his <laughs> fault. It's not my fault. Did okay, you like the? <laughs> Did you did you like the Star Wars one though? I posted that. Uh, I, I quote tweeted Mercedes after the sprint race. If if you haven't seen the tweet, it's a uh, it's Obi Wan Kenobi and uh, in Revenge of the Sith when he's screaming at Anakin saying you were the chosen one. And I said you were the chosen one, Mercedes. You were supposed to destroy the midfield, not join them. I thought it was a great reference. Anyway, if you got that, then you got that. And no, I've never watched uh, Star Wars, so you're a nerd. That's awful. Okay, so. I'm a nerd for not watching Star Wars. Like, Star Wars is legendary, bro. Don't even, don't try it. If I post I this, know. if I make this a TikTok, you will get slated for not having watched Star Wars. Right. Yeah, unfortunately. So, cool. Let's just get on to the race, man. What do you reckon? Who had the best performance? Who's in, for you personally, one man, best performance. We'll name some other names, but for you. Across the weekend or just the race? Uh, we'll go with just the race. Max. No, 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 no. Um, best, best performance. I'd say George. George, interesting. Okay. I'd say it's between George, George, Norris, and Bottas. I think those. Uh, no, I think Bottas had kind of quite a race. It's just he's luckier then. I think Norris. No, George. You have to say it's George because like you, you look at Lewis. He's in the same car and like Lewis is P13 and he's just going nowhere, and George managed to get all the way up there. And he was talking about how. Like obviously, it's like physically, like he's getting a lot of like um, back pain and all of this stuff because of all the bouncing and stuff. So you have to kind of give him credit for all of that stuff. So I'd say best performance is George by far. Okay, I mean, I'm up for it. I'd say for this for similar reasons, Norris would be in my uh, in contention for me. I I really don't know what happened to Ricardo after the incident with science, but like. You just I got think... stuck in the DRS train, basically. Yeah, Before I mean, DRS I guess was enabled. But I'd say Norris Norris did well. Uh, Russell's another good option. Bottas, yeah, I don't know. These people, this, Sonoda actually had a solid performance. Mm. Sonoda did very well. Vettel, I say, deserves a shout as well. Like, I know I'm just naming these people like off the thing because... I mean, essentially, someone's going to get up there, but Vettel, like, considering where Aston Martin were before, and for him to manage to hold on to that place, I thought he would have dropped quite quickly. All teams have scored points now. Yeah, yeah, that's good. If you, if you watched our predictions at the beginning of the season, that was one of the questions: Will all teams score points? And I said yes. And I you said, said no. no. I said no. Ah, uh, man, yes. Literally, we're not even halfway through the season. We're just like what five races in, four races four. in, four, yeah. four races in, and everyone has scored points. It's good stuff, man. It's good to be fair. I they are following a lot better. They are following a lot better. I think but if it was a dry race, though, are they? no, no. I think it's just the track this time wasn't very conductive to kind of overtaking. Uh, but and plus half the race was done under no DRS. Yeah, why is that, bro? Like, here's the thing. We need to. Do you wanna? I'm okay. I'm gonna ask you this question, right? How do you fix DRS? Because without DRS, there were no overtakes happening, and then with DRS, uh, aside from the DRS trains. It was just too easy. So, like, what would you do? Because there's only one zone here in Imola, so you can't say reduce the number of zones because that clearly didn't do anything. I think it's just a track was horrible. Man. Like Imola, Imola, realistically, like I would say, like with the new regulations, you could see like they were following so close for so long. Like I would say they've yeah. they fixed that part where they can follow for a really long time, really closely. But like in terms of DRS, I don't know what they could do. As long as they don't go, don't go and do something like Formula E, where it's like fans vote for like a boost and all of this weird stuff, man. They'll just give it to Latifi or something. Bro, Here's that's the problem. Just a joke, man. 
Here's the That's why Formula E is a joke. It's because fans can vote for who gets the cup. We have to go on this part of the track to get this. They watch too much of what was it? Is that, there's that movie where you know they go over the uh, like things on the floor and then he gets like to shoot people and all of that. They watch too many movies, man. And now they added it to Formula E. Right. Here's the thing, yeah. Like they in 2017 they changed the regulations to try and make the cars faster. They made them like really wide. The tires looked really stupid because the rear tires were really wide and the front ones are still really thin. And they're like, cool. F1's the pinnacle motorsport. We need faster lap times. Let's do this. And they completely ruined the racing. Now they've come here and they're like, ah, oh, what we need to do is make them closer together. So what are they doing? They've changed the regulations and now they can follow closer. Good job. Like, you know, these DRS trains, people spent the entire race within a second of each other. But there was no overtaking. There was no entertainment. Like the whole point was to, uh, the, like the middle thing was to make everyone follow better. The end goal was to make the races more entertaining. You've now had them follow each other for the entire race. And where was the entertainment? Like, it's not there. But I think that's the second part of it. You can't expect them to solve both issues and like one fix of the technical regulations. Like, that's unrealistic. So you have to you have to you have to give them credit for okay now the cars are following a lot better the next step is i think with drs or other tracks they were able to like overtake we didn't have like drs trains this is the first race of the season where we had drs trains and so like the other races we didn't really so i have to say like it's just you have to give them credit for the new technical regulations i don't want one one race one race out of four is not is not enough to say like ah this is bad. Maybe maybe you need to change the layout of it. Maybe we will see as the season goes on, maybe it's like the high downforce tracks. Um, the cars aren't really able to overta- uh, overtake as much. But it could be just because of the rain. Like yesterday, drivers weren't able to overtake because if you go on the outside, you go into the wet patch, you end up flying essentially off the dry line. So it could be the case where if we had a dry race there, it could have been a much better race. So I don't think like, I blame the technical regulations straight away. And I said that they've done a good no, job. No, I mean, I'm saying, yeah, no, the regulations are good. It's just like, you need to, I'm saying maybe you need some stuff alongside it to help out. Yeah, but like, the, you can't expect that to come in like, one year. Like, you get the new technical regulations, they test it out for one year. They're like, I'm impatient. Okay. I'm impa- I just watched my driver finish in 14th place, not even 13th. 13th. He finished 14th on the road, and then the penalty pushed the pushed oh. them, like pushed them up to 13th. Bro, I've been telling you for a long time. Bro, you change this stuff now. Change this stuff, please. When we before we get to this car park of a circuit, like I need changes now. Like Mercedes, what are you doing? Like give, give me some you upgrades. Can't drive, Lose can't uh, drive. Well, you know, okay, we'll screw it. Like, okay, are we even? Yeah, worst performance. Let's go. Lose. Go on. All right, it's, it's, it's not even on. a competition. It's Give us a clip, easy. man. Let's go for it. Give us a clip for the Max fans on TikTok. Lewis, Lewis is, uh, I don't have a clip. I'm not going to put a clip. But Lewis, I think Lewis was worse performance. I think especially like what made it worse is George's uh, performance. Like I think if Georgia yeah. finished like P12, P11, like in qualifying, no one would have really spoke a lot about it. It would have been like, oh, Mercedes are midfield team now. And they would have blamed the whole team. But when one of your drivers go gets P4 and the other gets like P14, actually, you just you stop there and you're like, it's their fault. It's not really the car's fault. Like we know Mercedes are slow this year. And I actually, I understand a bit why. Um, so apparently what, what's happening is for those who don't know is they don't have a lot of support for the floor at the back. And so what happens is when they go very quickly, uh, because there isn't any support, the floor actually goes down to the floor. And that what, what that ends up happening is the the car gets sucked, so it gets bounced up and then keeps going into repeat. Where Because if they had a bit more support for the floor, it would stay up and it would actually wouldn't get sucked too much and then cause this bouncing essentially. But because they went with the very th- thin side pods, they don't support the floor. No, no, no. So, wait, hold on. So oh, Wait, wait no, were you about to... Do you want me to, to re-explain it? I'm trying to think of the solution, right? So you're yeah, saying... there is no solution. The thin yeah, no. side pods are not supporting the back floor. And so what's happening is it's causing essentially like when it generates a lot of downforce, these edges get stuck, like they get pulled down. They cause essentially like stall or whatever. And then it causes the bouncing and then you generate a lot of downforce again. And then it just... You, you lose downforce, it flies up, 
But so in, when when if, it comes down, like when when you generate a lockdown force, your edges because there is no support, they come down. They have like this wire essentially. But your yeah, just like come if down. you want more support to stop it from force. flexing, you're gonna need to add weight, right? You, that's why Ferrari have the big side pods because that's what actually ends up supporting the the. So if, if they're gonna stick with the no side pods and they need to add support onto the rear, they might of the car, they might just have to use whatever like, that solution is. It's gonna add weight to the car, right? Probably they might have to add instead of that, they might just have to use like tougher material on the back floor. Like in terms Which of is like going to weigh more, right? Yeah, basically. Bro, and they're already overweight. Ah, this is tragic. This is so bad. Anyway, I mean, they so... our car is amazing, but when we fix it, <laughs> the bouncing would be so great. Yeah, but when you fix the bouncing, the season's over. Ah, this is pain. This is actual pain. We'll see. We'll now, see. The I don't know how, long, lo- how much longer the this is going to last. The truth is, Lewis can't drive. Okay, look. Awful weekend. Terrible stuff. No, was actually, I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed George watching <laughs> Lewis and P14. It was so much fun. George got, like, he did well, to be fair to him. He finessed the first lap. The incident with uh, Ricardo and uh, Science, like, it held up a few people. He got, like, a little... And he finessed his way through it and gained a few positions. With Lewis, he was already like struggling. And then that pit stop with the unsafe release from uh what's his name? Uh Ocon. Esteban Ocon. Yeah. Like that just made everything worse. He ended up getting stuck behind all these people. The penalty obviously was uh introduced at the end of the race, which meant that Lewis was just suffering for the rest of the race. Because obviously if he was asked to give the place back or whatever, then the benefits are immediate either way just watching him behind Gasly the whole time was actually painful like it's yeah, I, you know that you know the race is very boring when they just keep showing Lewis and Gasly going at it and there's nothing there it's like Lewis gets closer and then he's too far away Lewis gets yeah they couldn't boring. even find anything else to show they were just sat there watching that the whole time and also like for such a long time there was no DRS I don't get that because the the rain has stopped everyone's at slicks and stuff I, I don't really get that to be honest yeah i didn't understand the meaning behind that but other people in contention no it's just ricardo Ricardo didn't do great it's lewis Lewis. i'm gonna say who else had an awful weekend leclerc are you gonna try and cover up for your driver yeah just yes i need to throw in let me just let me just sprinkle in some other names quickly leclerc's mistake leclerc's mistake yeah, but he's oh, not the worst driver of the terrible. weekend. Listen, it's, it's, what, it's what an horrible mistake. He really shouldn't have spun it behind Perez. Tragic stuff, to be honest. That was yeah, second. Yeah, but Lewis was like, worse. Lewis was in P14, bro. He would have had Lewis that overtake. In... That would have been second place. Could have even got himself. Lewis was in P14. Well. That's Lewis is in right P14. There. If Leclerc loses the championship, I'm going to think back to this day. And I'm going to be like, listen, clearly he was the worst driver. Yeah, yeah but Lewis is in P14. Happen, just to be you, you said all of this, but you know the end, Lewis is the worst driver. Yeah, of this weekend, I can't lie. He's, he's had an awful time. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's bad. Right. Next. Okay, we're going with the underrated drive. Quite a few people would like mentioned, you know, Max is obvious, you know, like dominating out front or whatever. But who would you say like has so kind never. of gone onto the radar? So I think he, uh, he did a very good job on like people. I think he finished, is it P7? Yes, yeah. You have to say that's a good job for him, especially like he outperformed Gasly by a margin. Like Gasly was nowhere to be seen always. So I have to say, yeah, yeah, you have to give him, you have to give him kind of credit for that. Um, very impressive. He's been actually like Sonoda has been quite solid this year. True, yeah, he's done solid. I'd say Bottas is up there as well. If he made that uh move on Russell at the end, he definitely would have been rated a lot higher from uh in terms Mm. of like position wise and stuff, but it's a Good drive from him, and in general this year as well, he's been another one that's been like pretty consistent. Like he's ended up finishing quite highly almost all the races. Bottas has I been amazing he's... this year. I think Bottas has outperformed Lewis basically this year, which is ironic. I'm pretty sure, actually, in a mad way, he's only like a couple points behind him in the standings. Whereas it's it... ironic that yeah, Bottas he's four has points. Bro, Bottas is four points off Lewis in the standings. Imagine Bottas oh. finishes ahead of Lewis this year. No, the no, let's irony. not get ahead of ourselves, bro. Let's not get ahead of the ourselves. The irony. They, let's they, not get they ahead of ourselves. out, and then they should have kicked Lewis out. That was the truth. Lewis had it? the unsafe release thing to deal with, and then last race he had the safety car thing that Excuses. pushed George Excuses. ahead of him anyway. Excuses. You know, 
He's got the no sidepod carver or no, no sidepods was an awful thing. Even obviously I'm massive aerodynamicist. I knew the moment they had no sidepods. I was like, Boy, you were so excited. You're like, oh, they're going to be quick because they don't have a lot of drag. That's it. You, <laughs> you know, there's this one guy who tweeted. He's like a he's a big guy. I I hate that this keeps it's being used against him now. But like he mentioned, like uh, having no sidepods is a great innovation. You know, like it's going to be hard to copy because of the engine freeze. And it's a brilliant innovation and it's incredible engineering. And this means that Mercedes are going to be quick for quite a few years now because it's going to be hard to copy or something like that. And now that it hasn't worked out, everyone's like destroying him. Like every couple of days, I see this tweet again from Max fans going on about how like dumb it is or whatever. Like I could completely see where he was coming from and there's justification for it. It's just unlucky now that the no side pods was just, it's all for sure. And the car looks ugly now for no reason. Like it's actually so ugly. I don't like the look of it. It's just awful. It's funny, man. <laughs> it's funny listening to you come up trying to come up with excuses for why Lewis is not at fault for Lewis. Bro, I never said that. You're like, oh, safety car. Oh, I'm seeing no. There's oh, things. Okay, no, no, straight, no. No. I'm not saying these things because it means that it wasn't him. I'm saying these things because there are other things to consider. But yes, if you really want to say it, like. Should have got past him. Not a great result. Didn't drive He's very a well. Driver. Whatever. Right. So for the controversies, we've got a couple incidents here. I want to ask for your opinion on. First of all, I don't know if you saw in the sprint race, but Gasly and John. I don't know there was a sprint race. <laughs> Gasly and John lap one. Uh, there was like a an incident where they crashed into each other. Uh, I think Gasly actually ended up with a puncture or something. Like the guy is so unlucky, he just always ends up ruining his race somehow. Um, in sprint races, at least. Do you remember the incident? And if you do, who was at fault for it? I didn't know there was a sprint race. I'm just gonna stand by saying that. Did you not even watch it? No, I watched some of it. I watched like I, I didn't watch. It. No, no, no. I actually watched the sprint race. Uh, yeah, because I saw Leclerc overtake Verstappen. That's why I saw. And oh, that's it. They didn't keep. I don't think they really showed like what happened with the gas game. I think they would have done, but it would have been one of the yeah. first clips because it was first lap. Anyway, we'll leave it. In a similar instance, uh, science. I watched and... it from the beginning, but I don't remember. No, uh, science and I mean, I agree with. I think Joe should have given them more space. It was kind of an obvious one, but I thought if we potentially have differing opinions, I think I think Ricardo's at fault. Ricardo's at fault for the Carlos yeah. and Ricardo because Carlos gave him quite a lot of space. Should he have got a penalty? Yes. Ooh, penalty. What well, kind? he's in P15, so it wouldn't make a difference. But I think he should. Yeah, but what kind him. though? I'll give him like a maybe five ten second penalty. Five second. Ten. Whoa. Okay, like like ten second not stop go, but like just ten ten seconds. Yeah. Well, no, but if you're giving him ten seconds and it's at the start of the race, he's gonna have to serve that in a uh, what's it called in a pit stop, which means it essentially would be a stop mm. go. Yeah, but he's already stopping like he has to stop for his pit stop, so it's not really like the stop go like it's oh, like where right, you come in. Sen- oh, okay. You have you, to yeah. stop. So so it's ten seconds plus all plus the, the time to come in. That's a lot. Though. Would you have? You'd no, I would not have given him that much. No, no. I, that's I, what I'm saying. I would have only given him 10 seconds, not a 10 second stop go. Right. I'd, I'd say racing instant. I can't lie. He's definitely no, at no. fault. Don't get because me wrong. Because I think, I think Carlos, Carlos gave him a lot of space. Like, if you watch the clip, Carlos gave him a lot of space on the outside. And he just, Carlos was ahead. Carlos was very far away. Carlos didn't do anything. And then he just hit Carlos. Like, Carlos had also a yeah, very good recovery uh, drive in the sprint race. Like, he qualified badly. He bro, recovered yeah. quite well. He's going on so to bad. do well, and then just like, like if Lewis was in that car, you wouldn't say racing instant. You would say like he's at fault, Ricardo. No, no, I still say he's at fault. I'm not saying that Carlos isn't at fault. I'm, I mean, whatever. No, I am saying I Carlos is at fault. at fault. Ricardo definitely lies 100 percent of the blame, but because it's like a first lap thing, and I think he lost it a little bit. Uh, actually, I might give him five seconds. I might give him five. I definitely wouldn't give him ten. Five. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't give him ten. I'll give him five seconds. That's what I'm trying to say. You'd give him a. Oh, okay. That's why I've been literally trying. No, you were saying I'd give him ten seconds instead of ten seconds. No, no, I said five or ten, and then I said five, 
and then you, you said, oh, 10, it would be a stop go. So I said, no, I wouldn't give him a stop ah, OK, all right, fair enough. So I'm saying either five or 10 seconds, just like extra five, minus 10. Yeah, five's fair. But it's unfortunate, yeah, Carlos, once again, race ruined. People are actually talking about him. I'm seeing pictures of him compared with Barrichello, people saying that he's now a certified second second driver and all of this. I think it's a bit too early to say that. Like, That's what obviously, I mean. he hasn't won any race yet, and I think like Charles is showing that he's miles ahead of him and it's kind of payback for last year where Carlos came ahead and won at the end very luckily let's say but uh I think like this season he's really going to show his kind of I think Ferrari know like they're thinking of bringing Schumacher maybe in a year or so or maybe in two years yes. but I think he, he's shown that he's a very solid second choice like if you have Carlos on on Charles, Charles will go on to most likely win the championship, but Sainz is, he'll be a very good second driver. Is he a full, yeah, le okay, let's say he's eventually he settles into the second, is he actually a second driver right now though? No, I, I think oh, now it's still open. I think now like, I think this season is up for grabs, like whoever, whoever wins this season, I think will set the pace because he's going to most likely win the championship. I think yeah. I said the pace for him. But Carlos has just not been on pace so far. Here's the thing, like, though. Like, 90% of people in F1, they have a memory that lasts exactly one race weekend. Like, mm -hmm. last year, everyone's chatting so much about Carlos. Oh, he's so underrated, you know. Like, the number of... He's so underrated. You know, he's actually really underrated. You know, people actually don't notice how good Carlos is. And the word underrated and Carlos signs were just put together, like, for the entire year, constantly singing his praises. Now it's been, like, four races. And he's been unlucky in some of them. And other times, yes. Like, you could argue if he just stuck it on pole or stuck it in second, he wouldn't have to deal with this kind of stuff. Uh at least in qualifying, and then you could have an easy, like, cruise into first or second for the race. But, like, it's it hasn't been that long. What happened to, like, he's built his reputation over years, like, actual years. He's gone to Renault, he's gone to McLaren, he's gone to Ferrari now before, like, for last year. And he's done solid in all of them. And he's built this huge reputation going from the midfield to the front of the pack. And now four races in, He's suddenly, oh, you know, he's a midfield driver now, to be honest. He's actually so bad, you know, put him in second place. He might as well uh, be on an alternate strategy, pit four times, pit to get the uh, fastest lap of the race, get out of Charles Leclerc's way, maybe even warm his tyres up for him, like, go find his lost watch. Like, bro, it's, I don't know, it's just a bit too extreme. Like, everyone gets a bit too ahead of themselves right now. Like, I think it's, like, what made him appear very, like, like, everyone is saying he's underrated is because he came ahead of um charles last year oh right the standings was used a lot yeah yeah i think that's what made him seem like like always he's a very good driver and no one's saying he's not i think that kind of maybe over overestimated his performances maybe. i don't know we'll see i'm still not fully convinced that he's going to be like a a full-on hell locked in second driver. No, no, no. Even I think with the points be, difference they have now and stuff. Like. I wonder, don't think it'll be a Bottas thing. I think it'll be a bit more competitive. Because he's a bit more competitive than Bottas, let's say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he's earned this reputation, so I don't understand. Anyway, that's the incident stuff. Is there anything that... Well, I know I'm going to rinse this section, but, like, we've done in what I'm calling controversy corner for now probably come up with a better name for that too uh we've done the incidents and we've discussed the carlos and ricardo thing do you have anything that was like a slightly annoying like how i mentioned no the drs for or something yeah i don't know where is martin brandon yeah bro i like martin man like what's wrong with this why why do we have this guy like why is paul here's a question there? here's a question why on earth has natalie pinkham not been hosting sooner like she's like been running this she's... stuff for so long. Natalie I Pinkham. No, nah, bro, Google her name, she'll come up. She was hosting the Sky stuff. She was doing like a is it Simon Lazenby or whatever it is. She was oh, doing the main hosting. Was... She was alongside Naomi Schiff, the uh, racing driver and I don't know what else she does. I think she's a racing she hosts another thing on Sky now. At least Naomi does. Oh, Natalie Pinkham, if you've been yes, watching F1 sure. for five minutes, you've seen Natalie Pinkham's face. She's been about for like, what, 20 years or something in F1. Okay, I know who she is. Yeah. Why has she been not been hosting sooner? 
these men will settle for Paul DeResta and then whoever else. They will literally shove, like, I don't know, the toilet cleaner on the TV before, like... Because he's driven an F1 car. I don't even care if he's driven an F1 car. Like, he, he was in Force India for a couple of years. Like, I understand being in F1 is, like, a big thing and you're one of 20 drivers that year and all of this and it's massive. But, like, I would rather see her hosting stuff. Like, Why honestly, don't you like Paul DeResta? He's very nice guy, man. <laughs> don't even try that and to, like even alongside that like just other people in general sometimes they'll just i don't know they'll shove anyone on and it feels like it's kind of annoying like there are certain people who i'd rather see at the skypad than at the main analysis of the show or whatever doing the interviews i feel like if people are doing interviews and stuff i want to see her there doing like more stuff i don't know i just found it weird it stood out to me that like this was the first time she'd actually been the main host of the show rather than just someone like interviewing the drivers in the corner or like you know doing a little segment here and there like she was actually the main like star of the weekend or whatever and i thought it was weird purely based on how long she's been in and af- in and around f1 doing this kind of stuff that this was the first time i've seen her take the main stage because i thought she would have earned that like promotion or responsibility whatever like ages ago Mm. so i at least hope that this isn't the only time it's going to happen because it seems like sky are rotating their people a lot more now so i hope that she gets like obviously the love races this uh, this term they have to do that a bit more yeah i hope they just include nico a bit more or yeah if he's actually at the track i'd like to see him but if he's sat like a you know across the other side of the world then Still. I'd rather not. That's another He's better thing. than Paul Duresta. True. But here's another thing, yeah. Bro, Nico is trying to draw George out so much. Have you seen this clip? That was another thing that annoyed me this weekend. There was a lot of things that annoyed me this weekend. You just just say Lewis. that what annoyed you this weekend is the fact that Lewis performed badly and everyone was commenting on Lewis performing badly. <laughs> it's not obviously they're gonna bring it up, and I get it. But like you know, they're just having like a nice little interview, whatever it is. And then Nico comes in and goes, yo, so George, you great weekend, huh? Fully dominated Lewis. How did you do that? Why was he so slow? <laughs> or something it's like true. that. Is it not true? Do you know what I mean? And is it's it not like, true though? Yeah, but why is he asking, like, he could just ask him what he did well. Not because he's, he's now in, in the media, so he has to ask these questions. Or just interview Lewis instead, man. Like, yeah, I know, that's the thing. That's why. George actually... <laughs> Plus, for Nico, you have to say, it probably actually feels very good to see someone just destroy you. That's the one. So I saw someone tweet, like, George is better than me. My response would have been, oh, sort of like how you dominated, uh, Lewis dominated you for three years. I thought that was funny. Part of me wishes Yeah, obviously George. for you, it's funny because it's just like... <laughs> yeah, but Nico, though, Nico won it? against Lewis, so... Yeah, and then ran off. Because he didn't need to do it anymore. Lewis should, Lewis should have left last year, but uh, now now we're just going to watch Lewis for the next two years drive in the midfield. Listen, I will get myself down to... <laughs> I will drive to Brackley myself and find You can't drive, you don't, have, you don't have a driver's license. You said I was going to drive there legally. Anyway, on to... What even is that? That's about it, to be honest. Shall we do the uh, predictions? I think that's it. Unless yeah. there's something else you want to mention. No, no, let's talk about predictions. I want to see who's leading. It's 2 2, so. Cold. All right. So, well, first, we're going to start off with the fantasy teams. I'm pretty sure you had a. So, we got 13 members now in the Dirty Side the Grid fantasy team. Uh, yeah, someone new, I'm not sure. But it's, he's now in second. Whoever is new is. I know the guy's jumped to second, which is mad. Yusuf's still leading, by the way, just as like a. If you By didn't 80 know. points. Yeah, I had yeah, a bad the, weekend as well. You did. You've a had an awful weekend. weekend, and I still did worse. Okay, no, by awful weekend, you came fourth. So in the fantasy stuff, it will show you where oh, you came you relative to everyone else. Yeah, if you click on your team, the little oh, yeah, number fourth. next to your points is your like race week specifically. You came fourth. I came like ninth or something. I had an awful <laughs> week. I know it's so, but I did come ninth. Yeah. So I put Ocon in there, thinking he was going to do well. I thought Science was going to do well. Perez, I got points off, and then Kevin, eh. So the main thing was science and Leclerc kind of finessed me. That's funny, man. I'm not going to lie. This guy, yeah, oh, you're so lucky. You didn't change your team and your midfield drivers did solid. You got Perez in there, Magnussen and Bottas. Bottas, like, secured you points. Ah, and Perez. Oh. Yeah, I had Perez. And Leclerc actually. did well, they didn't. So Leclerc still got 60 points. Yeah, but that's with the triple, though. Or the double, sorry. Mm. 
Like I would have put it on parents, you know, looking back. But no, I would never put it on parents ahead of Charles. Yes, we'll see. I'm trying, I'm trying to get Max into my team. If I have Max, Sainz and Leclerc in my team. Well, you know one guy yet? The new guy who just joined, his mm. team is... Oh, no, wait, hold on. It was somewhere else. Someone has a Perez. He has Max and Charles in his team. And Ferrari's the constructor in a mad way. Hold on. It's, I think it's the guy who's number one globally. Had uh, Max, Charles and Sainz, something like that. Hold on, hold on. Someone got 351 points this weekend. Yeah. Here he is, here he is, here he is. What? Wait, yes, he is. He had Verstappen, Leclerc, Norris, Magnussen, Albon, and Ferrari. And he That's had double insane. points, double points on Leclerc, and like the, what's it called, the MD, whichever, well, I don't know. Oh, the Mega Driver, yeah. That's three yeah, times. on Max. That's big. That's huge. That's very big. So here's the, uh, here's the guy I found him. He's Osama on our, uh, what's it called? Oh, oh yeah, you know his team. He so didn't he actually has... make his team. Is his team is randomly made by? No, a... you can't do that, bro. How's that randomized? Here's his team. Yeah, Verstappen, Leclerc, Turbo Driver. So he yeah. would have been. He would have finessed it if he turboed. Oh no, you can't turbo Max anyway. So he had Max, Leclerc, Magnussen, Bottas, and Albon, and then Ferrari as the constructor. Like the fact he's managed to get a decent team alongside having Ferrari as the constructor, Leclerc, and Verstappen. That's I don't even know, man. I'm clearly doing something wrong. I've now gone from uh, fourth to seventh, which is horrendous. That's funny. Um, luckily, these people are like sort of close to me-ish, but like I'm, I'm really losing it at the front. So if I'm gonna win, I'm gonna need some fat comeback somehow. So yeah, good stuff. Hopefully, I'll do better in the other one. Let's see what happened in the uh, in the other one. So I forgot that it's a sprint race weekend. Well, actually, I think I mentioned it, but we didn't do predictions for the sprint. So we did no, strictly quality and race, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so completely. I, I, I didn't know there was a sprint. Oh, no, I, I think we considered it. I did mention it, and we said we'd still, forgetting the sprint race, do qualifying and the race. Mm. So, so let's see what happened in qualifying. Right, so you said Charles, Max, Carlos. I said Charles, Carlos, Max. It was Max. Oh, oh, what? It was Max, Carlos. No, Max, I always say the wrong one. Max, Charles, and Lando. So we both think it was, we both got zero, basically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. And for the race? Okay. Um, race results. So you said. Oh, we both said the same thing. We said Charles, Max, Carlos. <laughs> it was Max, Sergio, and Lando. We both got zero again. That's another uh... another double zero. Driver of the day was Max Verstappen. We both put uh, Charles Leclerc. Also Ouch. wrong. And then, ah, oh, you said five DNFs. I put four. There were actually two. So we both got zero. So it's like two. I two was closer. Am I getting this point or not? No. No. So you have to wrong. guess the DNFs exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's tragic. Okay, fine. So it's basically, I, I think this week we zero, no zero, one deserves to get a point. Yeah, yeah you know what? No, no one yeah, deserves no one to get a point. To. Okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me write it down. Luckily, I've prepared myself by making the grid early because I'm actually smart. So it's going to stay 2 2. Uh, Where's the Y? We can only see your bed now. Whoops. Well, actually, I've got an idea. I can just move this, can't I? Because you're the one recording. Where, where are we that. going next week? Next week or the week after, it is uh, Miami. Oh, damn. I lied. I haven't actually made the grid early, so I'm going to have to make it now. So it's the Miami GP in America. Max Charles Perez. Wait a sec. Ah. Uh, So we've got name. What do you think of racing in a car park? Let's not get started. You want, <laughs> you want to end this? You want to end this podcast? You seen they're painting like uh, the the track and all that stuff. I don't think there's actually. I think Ted on the notebook said there's no um paddock tickets. They're just selling out. You have to either be with a sponsor or um. There's only like there's very limited grandstand seats. 
or you get like obviously a bro it's literally like a car park where where were people going what i'm saying this is why you need to race somewhere else based on an anti-american agenda i won't say that no that i never said that <laughs> we'll get into it next week um driver of the day and then dnfs cool right quality talk you three. go first i always go first you go first I... whoops why make it so that it's yeah there we go cool my quality top three is going to be i'm gonna say max gets pole. oh yeah no max gets pole charles second oh should i back perez to beat him though no nah, i'm not max uh charles perez what about you max charles carlos interesting okay the race. Ah, okay, this is tough. This is tough. I'm Max saying Charles. I'm saying Max Charles Carlos. I uh, know Max Charles Perez. Okay. Um. Oh, do I even? Nah, I don't want to. I'm leaning towards putting Perez ahead of Carlos. I mean Charles. Why do I always get them the wrong way around? I'm thinking. Come on, come on, come on. But my action. I'm gonna go with Max first. Uh, no, yeah, I'm gonna have to back it. I'm gonna say what you said, same as my qualifying one. Driver of the day. Max. Max. Okay. I'd say if he wins from pole, I'm gonna go left field. I'm gonna go with. Ah, George doesn't get ratings. Though. No one gets ratings because no it's one knows the pace Max, of the car. Whoever won, whoever yeah, won, that's yeah. the problem because no one knows the pace of the car. Like Vettel put it in eighth for an Aston Martin, and no one's given him driver of the day. Like why? I'd say George is the one who should have won driver. Yeah. Yeah, or Lando. Like, mm. but even then, why is Lando not getting? Ah, this is tough. Will people actually? What if I just rigged the vote somehow? Uh, I'm gonna go with. Screw it, no, George Russell. I see what George Russell does. Actually, no, it's straight Oh, no, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. No, that's it, it's locked in. You said George Russell. Bro, I'm the one of the uh, thing. That's not how it works. No, no, it's George Russell. It's not he George Russell. It isn't George Russell. It is I'm George going Russell. with... It's going... <laughs> it's... Um, screw it, Landon Norris, Landon Norris. I wanted to say Landon. DNFs, what do you reckon? It's a sprint race. But, I mean, street Is there a sprint race? I... Oh, it's a street, sorry. I meant street five, circuit. Five, five, five. That's ridiculous. I'm going with three. Five. Sick. So, those are our predictions. Uh, that's about it, really. We will maybe record next week, maybe not. We will definitely be back with a, uh, a Miami race review. Give us ratings on the audio platforms. Uh, if you've listened in, you can give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It would help us out a lot. Check out the YouTube. We'll be posting like clips and videos and stuff. And let us know what you think about the thumbnails, actually. We're going to have some fresh thumbnails going on in that and a new look on the video, hopefully. So if you're an audio listener, have a look at the video, see what you, see what you think about that. Uh, and yeah, follow us on our socials because we've made a new Instagram and Twitter. They will be linked everywhere that is it we will see you next week bye